0: Everything?
1: Looks we'll like everything.
0: How's the book going? It's, I'm still uh, outlining the chapters. I started writing without outlining the chapters, and it really got bogged down over Christmas time. I completed like one and a half chapters, and then it just went... three quarters outline now. And it's really clear. And I'm what. what's cool is that I've got this stack of kind of like notes, you know, and I just collect just ideas and stuff. And now I can go through those notes and stick them into the outline where they go instead of trying to make the language all fit together. And I think that writing it after its outlined will be really straightforward. And I think it will also be more valuable for people now that it's more reason, you know, it just kind of flows better. still excited about it and committed to it so and it's not done yet (laughs) and that pisses me off (laughs) because all the time I keep seeing more evidence that that's really a a door that will open a lot for a lot of things so yeah so this. You know, we have some time, we've been a little generous in her time today, so this is great. It's well, it's almost 10. Actually, we have three hours, <laughs> usual time, so, uh, forget what I just said.
2: Now, are we going to, we're not going to 12.30? No, to one. I'll have to
0: leave before then. Okay, well, we'll save the good stuff to after you guys leave. That would be
2: That would be great. Okay. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry, that's was a grim statement. <laughs>
3: I would like to say something about yesterday, and that um, last night when you asked me how the that process was, or I can't remember the exact question.
0: G O I N apostrophe no. S-A-N-E
3: The I don't remember the question you asked me. If it was what was it like for you, or, I don't remember the exact question, but it just. I was just amazed by how embarrassed I was to talk about it, and I, I'm sure that was obvious to everybody, so I just I just wanted to say that, that just kind of to acknowledge how much I didn't want to talk about it and how much I didn't want to be there, and then I also wanted to say that, uh, that I saw something really interesting in the in in what I do and I saw that I do it a lot and I know y'all see it all the time, but that When that that at times I can move and I can I can be afraid and I can move in that And that when I can't I just I guess I just want to I just want to fight And That like how how little it takes to make me not be able to move. That that whether it's a should or a suggestion or, a, and like I fight and want I get fight I want to fight and I get frustrated because I want to I want everybody else to move instead of. And I just, it, I just, like, I could just see how I do, I do that
0: all the time, I just, it. So, I had a different process in the process. I, I just want to let you know that that process is not one that you figure out right away, but a couple of weeks from now, you start observing behaviors that you have that you didn't have before, and a freedom of movement that you have that you didn't have before. To notice just to notice that and acknowledge that the the barrier was trust was transcended in that, in that work even though it felt really embarrassing or really whatever mm-hmm. uncomfortable well and it wasn't
3: I didn't get that until I until I had the reaction to, to have to talking about it and that's that's what uh-huh. it, it was like if I never had to talk about it, I, I didn't have to look at that or I didn't have to face that. And that, it just hit me last time. That was the last thing in the world I wanted to do. So, just that. And if we have time, I would like to just sit this and I showed you my, that transcript of the sure,
0: group. Sure, when I was. We could start with that.
3: group, or in the event, or whatever, <coughs> the kind of processes that affect the universe. And then Clint's response was talking about the core community group. Why don't you just, just read, read
4: that?
0: It? Yeah.
3: So you said, yeah, making well, the,
0: read, uh, read, the, read the question
3: Judy said, my question is, are there things that as a camp group, or in the event, or whatever, or wherever, that we could those kind of processes where it would affect the universe. And Clint's response, yeah, making the event available is building archetypal matrix because you're doing it as a group. And in order to function as a group, the group has a possibility of becoming a container for or a conduit for a certain kind of energy of principles that you're serving as a group, not just as an individual. And a group can establish itself into what's called the configuration of people or another way to name that, what is sometimes called It's sometimes called this building an angel. So as a group, you're actually putting together an organism or a structure that's a configuration of people where each person has a certain role or an organ in a being body, organism, that you could call an angel. And an angel as an organism can serve forces higher than itself as a group. So you as a group could create... Could have the possibility of becoming an angel that can serve something greater than yourselves, and the project of making the event available in the North American continent, being that that makes the, the avail, that makes that available for people, is the kind of a work that would allow you to become a configuration or an angel and build archetypes. And I just like I want to know more about that, and I wanted us to talk about that. After we talked, after that was said that day, I've just thought a lot about it, and it just hit me that that's um, like that's that's part of what this is about for me, and it's like I just I want to know more about it, and I just wanted to talk about it, and you know, and I've really seen like I've really seen in the last couple of weeks or in the last month, like a little bit of how that's working. <coughs> and it like fascinates me.
0: What did you see?
3: I saw, I saw it, I, I saw how it took all of us, it, it, took, it took all of us moving and working together to make this event happen. And I saw that, I I just, it felt like for a while, like, that I, I just kept thinking, it's like, this is so much work. This is like trying to move a crippled horse or a crippled elephant. It's just this picture I kept getting. And that's when it sort of, I sort of got, like, this came back to me that, it's like if we all, that it is sort of like a crippled horse or Elephant or whatever, if like certain organs aren't functioning in it, and you know, I could see how, like, instead of my trying to move Fred, that I I could stop and look at how, like, how what I was doing to create the resistance, and or how I was, what I was doing to not move it, and then by going by doing that and. And, like myself taking action, and I got to see like how that affected the group and people in the group. And then as as more people like started functioning in that, like it, it just like everything changed. It, and it and it affected more than it affected more than just enrolling the event. What else
0: did
4: it affect?
3: I think it affected it affected everybody in the group and so then I assume that that then affects everybody that that, that they touch going out it, it like all of a sudden things like working out the details for my to be in camp were like handled you know what had been what what for six month? or not six six weeks or whatever. Had not it just hadn't moved? It's like it, it got handled. The question of what was our commitment to camp, what was our commitment to doing more trainings. It's like we can't have that conversation because it's such a long conversation. It was five minutes. Was it five minutes? Yeah, for sure, it was that long. It was. quick. right. It just it and it was amazing to me.
4: Yep, my and exciting. my experience in that exchange because. Sue and I had six weeks of exchange that I didn't even realize I was in the middle of. But my experience of that was, I I was resistant to what I thought was your pushing. I didn't even see anything else behind it. I was just resistant to your idea of the crippled horse was me. And so I was resistant to being the crippled horse, or at least in my mind. And then when I saw that the horse wasn't broken, in this analogy and you're running with the horse. I don't think that there isn't anything else to do but run with the horse. So I started running with the horse. And
5: my perspective is that's really, that's the most significant contributing factor is when this group committed to be there. Because for most of the conversation from October to now, there were four camp people signed up to be in this training. Well, and I... And so when this group committed, to all be there and to all be here, that's when the momentum really that, at least that was my perspective that if you had to single out one factor that contributed to the lift, it was when well, like something a lot of shi- people
3: said that like something shifted something shifted to uh-huh. allow that. To, the, yeah, something shifted that be, for that shift
6: to happen. I would say that it was like for me, I know the shift happened. I couldn't tell you what sparked. I mean, I don't, it just happened. Um, Cause I had no intention of coming to this training.
4: But commitment showed up in the room and that's what happened because I didn't either. I, in fact, I wanted to be in the training, but I, I couldn't possibly be eat. in the training because there were all kinds of reasons. Yeah. I had to be at that reception and I couldn't leave the training and I needed to be at work this morning because people were out of the office and I had to cover things. and. I mean, there were real reasons, and the all, minute of, all reasons are real, well, right, I made them big real reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very meaningful, <laughs> and and was resting and feeling victimized by it. I can't possibly go because I've got other commitments, and I would be irresponsible for me not to follow through with those other commitments. It never occurred to me that I could follow through with those commitments and do the training, like, and when that shifted for me. Then it was like, and as you know, it didn't shift until the weekend. Like, I didn't see any, I saw that I could go to the reception and get back in the training, and that was possible. I didn't I didn't see any other possibility for being here today. And then on Sunday morning, it was like, well, I'm not going to miss tomorrow. So since I'm not going to miss tomorrow, how do I not miss tomorrow? And still take care of what needs to be taken care of.
3: I, I would, well, when I said that I saw how, I fight, I like I get scared and I fight and that's I mean that's part of what I saw I, that I do with you
4: and that's what I was
3: doing with you because I mean, I was so frustrated. And, and and like you shocked me one day when you finally said because I, I couldn't get why <coughs> I couldn't see that those were just reasons and circumstances and when you said I don't want to be in the training. It like it was such a shock to me. It's like then I got that, it you know, it if if I wanted that training to happen, then I needed to find a way to make that training happen, and it was going to happen, not because you moved, but because something had to shift.
1: The whole issue arose you know about whether or not we were committed as a group for the next year and we had a lot of lack of clarity around that in terms of our own individual commitments and we just jumped in and just went for it. It was like I think
3: what what, what really fascinates me and interests me is it's like it, it's not even so much of the shift to get there but it's like once the shift happened and we started moving as a group, then like, all this, I mean then like, all this stuff started happening. <laughs> and, and, and I could see that like, other stuff was happening around me that wasn't even just within the camp meeting. I guess I kind of assumed that, that like you know I saw what was happening with Fred, and so I was assuming that things were happening for other people. And that's part
4: of what, it's like, I,
3: I want to know more about that. But
4: like, I, I
3: want to know more about how that
4: works. How come you don't own your own power in it?
3: And like, I, I, I do. I mean, I, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it,
4: then. <laughs> which, which scares me, because it's like, without you owning the power, your, your power, then that may or may not be possible. Again, you'll have to find your power again. If you own it, it's always possible. Uh, a sorceress has a tool, and it's a,
0: it's a metaphorical tool, in, a, in, a, in the same way that we use this stick as representing a sword for the archetype of the warrioress how the stick that we use represents the sword and we talk about the sword of clarity and making distinctions and making boundaries and saying yes and saying no and making decisions and all that. That's the sword of clarity. Well, a magician has a tool and the magi- just magician's tool is a, a little magic wand <coughs> and the magic wand can be just like one of those kind of a bent stick you know, with a jewel on it <coughs> or something and you, you've got one uh, we haven't talked about this a whole lot because nobody's wanted to hear this yet. i uh, able to hear it, but uh, did anybody know about the magic wand yet? Okay. How did you know about it?
2: Uh, I've heard you talk about it before. Okay. A, w- a while ago. Mm-hmm.
0: So this magic wand is an ability to, to um, it's got two functions. One is it can ask orthogonal questions and it can make orthogonal declarations. So, For example, the magic wand comes out in any situation, any possible situation, and you can declare by just going, bing, like this. That's all the power it takes. It takes a lot of clarity, and it takes an ability to move orthogonally, which means that you have dropped a lot of baggage. You have to be able to move lightly. You have to be able, in order for an object which has a bunch of mass to move from this direction to this direction, instantaneously, it has to have no mass. So mass occurs through having assumptions or stories. Stories are huge mass, you know, There's baggage, like, or supposed tos, or shoulds, or I can'ts, or you have tos, or it's like that. All of those things are baggage. And for an object to, to make orthogonal moves, it has to have no baggage, it has to have no mass. So it takes work to drop mass, it actually takes work to carry around the mask. We just, you know what I mean? So, so we're just used to it as a, like a defense strategy. We think that all that baggage can protect us from, actually it actually does. It protects us from the nothing. So we keep all this baggage around to make our world look familiar and uh, normal and stable and predictable. And when in fact the real world is none of those things. The, 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 the real world is abnormal and unpredictable and, um, you can't have it. You know, it's there's, there's it's not stable. So uh, we have we have all this baggage to try to make everything like the way ego wants it. But when we <laughs> do the work of becoming able to drop the baggage, then our mass becomes lighter and lighter and lighter. And when at some point, when we have a small enough mass, then normally when we would take a, we want to go left. So it's like the. Uh, the Titanic, you know, everybody turns the wheel to the left, you know, and about a half a mile later, the thing kind of starts to sort of angle over, you know, and about three weeks later, you have this thing that's sort of <laughs> angled the same way, but still going this way, you know, because it's got so much mass, you know, and this thing is barreling around, and after about a week, you know, it sort of maybe sort of goes a little bit over that way a little bit, so, but but when you have no mass, then going like this, taking an immediate sharp right-angle turn in any direction, even in, directions other than three dimensions. You can go in other dimensions. You just like... Then, then you have access to the magic wand. And the magic wand is, in, in this example, you can pull out the magic wand then in any situation at all. Any situation at all. And you can go bing with <laughs> magic wand. And that, that little bing, what that is is a declaration. You don't even have to say it out loud. You just shift. To make an energetic shift and the shift is to declare something completely different from this is possible right now something completely different from this something completely different from what's happening right now is possible right now which is a unreasonable declaration because there's no evidence for it but as we know evidence is created and so if you liberate yourself from relying on reasons or evidence, then you have the ability to sort of create meaning. You're actually creating, you uh, repackage the situation. It's called repackaging. That's that's when you deliver it, when you re-deliver the situation to another person, so that they have the possibility of making a right angle turn in the instant. Also, you call that repackaging. So you become able to look at the exact same evidence, the exact same circumstances, and give it an entirely different set of meanings or an entirely different story, which is what you did. We're just describing what you guys did. Because you had all this evidence, there's four campers, you know, the date's coming up, we have whatever, all the evidence. And you look at that and go, you know, ping, something completely different from this is possible right now. And the space holders are the ones... Space holder, if the space if if the spaceholder moves, then the whole space moves. But people are think that it's only the space holder who can move a space when in an organization, for example, the boards of directors and the CEOs and all the top guys are usually the not not the ones who shift the organization around because they have too much mass. They've got too much at stake, they have too much momentum in a, a supposed to be or a should or a picture or a position or a post. They, so it's you know the idea is that um, how many revolutions were ever started by the aristocracy? So revolutions happen within the organization. So it's middle management who creates revolutions, which is us. You know we're middle management. So we're, we have the ability to to move orthogonally and create a revolution in any organization that we're in if we realize how much power we have, which is like what Fred was talking about. But you don't, but it's almost like James, you know, he was talking to thing. I'm powerful, I'm powerful. It's like, that's just a fantasy. There's like a level at which, uh, there's a level at which that word is is meaningless because uh, saying I'm powerful is different from being powerful. Trying to do powerful, which is what that's about. I'm going to do powerful. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to act as if I'm powerful. It's like that's not it. It's it's a shift in who we are. So what I was going to say is one thing, and that's that 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 power doesn't come from powerful. It comes from clarity. So that's the little magic wand. So the little magic wand is clarity. And um, (coughs) to produce big results doesn't take big energy. It just takes. Uh, no mass and
4: clarity it takes a little magic wand what were you say that's sort of a question state Like, the group has an experience of that in you if We, I remember the same moment Mary spoke about I remember exactly what happened I remember how different it was I remember how orthogonal it was it was not in the space and so there was huge clarity and huge power And so the reason I said that to you earlier is that it's clear that the group has a reference point for it but I didn't get that you had a reference point for it, that in your body you knew how orthogonal you were.
3: Probably not, totally. But, I mean, like, I know I I was...
4: So I'm saying something different to you, which is I know you're trying to put it in your mind, in the I was this way and that goes here, and I'm saying it can't go there. It can't go in your understanding of how you were.
3: I, because I just happened upon it. No. No. I mean... <laughs> no,
4: that's
3: not... what. Because what I wanted to do was figure it out so that I could do it again.
4: Yes. But what
3: I got was if I figured it out so I would, could do it again, it wouldn't work.
4: Right. Right.
3: Yeah. right. So, so that's that. what I'm talking about because... Why
4: is that true?
3: Why is that why true? Why is what
4: you just said true?
3: Because... I mean, because one thing, it's not orthogonal. Mm-hmm. It, because then, it, once you're there, then it's linear. And also, okay. it's not. Then it's not. It's not. It's not creating because it's already created. But like.
4: Yes. Uh, <laughs> but
3: like, you know, it's like that? I get <laughs> smacked, and then like something sort of like I get smacked, and something wakes me up, and it's like. So, Because I was so there going, God, and Chuck's like, you've got, oh, well, I guess you're going to cancel the training. And I was like, you know, like, hell, I'm canceling the training. I mean, like, uh, so,
4: commitment?
3: Yeah, because it was like, you know, Patty's coming from Washington, has a plane ticket. You know, there were, what, three people signed up. And it was like, <laughs> I, you know, I sent you your plane ticket, and you were coming. And he was like, Well you could change the plate. I'm like, like hell I'm doing yeah, you know,
4: Well look at your evidence though. It's so interesting to me that the glass was one tenth full and all you could see was the full. Well,
0: all you but, could see is okay. we
4: can't possibly cancel. The glass has water in it. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than, oh my god, we're empty <laughs> You know, no, the, the, you couldn't so <laughs> so
3: I don't know that it it, I, it probably could have been empty. I'm not sure it would have made any difference. Right. Uh-uh. Right. Right. I know. And I Isn't remember that an interesting way yeah. to play the game? Yeah. I but <laughs> I remembered when I asked you a question about something else, and you said to focus on the focus on the results instead of the rules and the procedures. And so that's kind of what that just that paired with sort of the shock of cancel the training it was like that gave me a way to, it was like that's where we're going because I mean, we were going to have a training
4: and the second part of what I wanted to ask you about was isn't it inherent in high drama that you you must you must um, pay attention be aware of the dynamic like you can't In high drama, you can't continue the same tone. You can't continue the same rhythm, because it's not it's not orthogonal. It's expected. Would you explain for people here what high drama is? Just in another language, because we haven't used that before. Well, so I'm using it. I mean, my reference point for high drama is (coughs) is getting outside the getting outside the creating for the purpose for the purpose of. God, what am I? I'm saying taking responsibility for creating the theatrical moments or creating moments that that draw people into the creation. Taking responsibility for for purposely drawing people into the creation that moves everything forward. As a can I
0: explain a bit too? Yes. We're just referring back to the map of creation, the two triangles, one on the right side, one on the left. And we call the one on the right the drama triangle because that's what we're accustomed to calling it. Well, we call it low drama because it's serving unconscious purposes. Well, the one on the left, which is still a triangle and still uses the same energies of mad, sad, glad, and scared, we call that serving conscious purposes or or serving higher purposes, serving destiny. We call that high drama as opposed to low drama because it's still drama because you're still using the energetics but you're using archetypal archetypal characters rather than underworld characters using kind of, you know, upper world characters the king warrior magician lover rather than remnant stuff so the, but you're still working in the domain of m- mythology and um, uh, c- you know creating possibility i mean you're still the, they're a legendary theatrical made out of nothing created Possibilities and situations and space—all bullshit. The only thing that's not bullshit on the on the whole diagram is the line that says nothing has any meaning, you know, or there or everything is bullshit. That's the only thing that's true on the whole diagram. So the rest of it is just bullshit. So you have low drama bullshit and high drama bullshit, and that you know you can choose either one. There's no right or wrong or good or bad. But you, they produce different results. They serve different. Gods, in a way, they serve different purposes. So that's where the language comes from. So but
5: there seems to me to be um, a point. If I can explain this, I have this in my head, but and, and that's my real question, because that's where it is. That I, I would imagine that all of us either have had experiences of that, or can think about experiences. And I, I can think of lots of times when somebody has said, "This won't work." And i said, oh, yes, it will. It'll, it will work. And and I've been committed to it, known in my head that it would work, and I've just kept going. The difference and, and is... And it work? Yes, it worked. Okay. Lots of times. But, you know, fundraisers that, about, you know, 10 days out or a week out, half of the tickets aren't sold. But <clears> you know it's going to work. I know it's going to work. I know it's going to be full and people are going to be there. But the difference is and I think this is the level of refinement that I'd be interested in, is that that's only been my belief. I've not necessarily enrolled other people in that. That I've been able to hold it in myself that I I never doubted that this training would happen, but I didn't take the step Sue took. I never for one moment thought that the training would not happen, that there wouldn't be people there. I never considered that, but I never... But I didn't... I didn't infect everyone else with that <laughs> but, and there's so that to me is a does that make sense that oh, yeah. there's a that that's taking it to another level and there are times when I've done that and, and lots of times when I haven't so I'm interested in so then what does it take to have that always
0: so it's called creating the legend that's, you didn't create the legend you, you trusted her legend I mean you like what you were part of her legend but you didn't create you weren't the source of the legend
5: well, but I'm talking about in other circumstances right. too.
0: So am I. Yeah, I'm just get, telling you that technology is legend making. So if you have the ability to create the legend, did you? There's this movie out called Grey Owl. Does anybody see it? No. Well, it's a Pierce Brosnan, you know, James Bond. And right. He's got he's this Indian up in Canada, and he he it's his transformation from being a trapper to being a, com, a conservationist, mm. and it's back in the '30s. And it's a, it's really great because this guy is a legend maker. He's a living legend, and it's his, it's his slow uh, realization of what that means and how to do it. Because he ends up writing a book, and he, his, the woman that he's with doesn't even get to read the book because he's so kind of scared about being a legend maker. But he can't not write the book, so he has to write this book, and it's all about life as an Indian and, it, and how everything's related together and how. The beavers die, the whole forest is dead. You know, if the trappers come and wipe out the beavers, then they don't make the dams and there's no water and then the trees die and then there's like all this erosion and like all this it's all the weaving together and so he writes his book and then it gets published and then people love it. And all of a sudden they're there and they go, You know, you gotta do some talks, like we're trying to make a national park here. People don't understand that, you know, we're gonna preserve this because it's possible to chop down all the trees and then they will be gone. Because people never even had those ideas before. You know, there's always it's natural resources. Yeah. yeah. this is when they first started making national parks. And this guy was I mean at the end of the movie it said that this guy was ahead of his time. But but he could see it was just like that. And so but they said, okay come <coughs> talk. And the first talk was in this little lodge, you know, this many people, you know, they all said we have an Indian <coughs> here he's gonna give a talk and the guy comes in and he, and he says you know I, I never talked in front of anybody before and he and he all he talks about is the legend and people just you know are completely moved by this guy you know the legend and it's like slowly he 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 realizes the responsibility that he has in being a legend maker in being the, because nobody else nobody else could do it nobody else had the clarity and nobody else had the well, the position or the um, just uh, the, the the possibility of it. He did so. It was had a re- because he had that <coughs> responsibility and that possibility. He had to do it. So he he his whole quiet reclusive hideout, you know, in, you know, Indian kind of thing. He had to get off it in order to create what he was really dedicated to creating, which was the national parks. And he was upgrading human software by creating a legend that allowed people to think in a different way about something, about trees, which were just trees, you know, you cut them down and burn them, you know, it's like there's, a, uh, there's an infinite number of trees and he was had to have changed people's ideas about that, you know, the whole thing. So this is exactly what, what you're talking about, because you're talking about opening and you're building, E.J. Gold calls it, you know, creating universes. So, uh, he, calls it if you get up and he says creating and destroying universes before breakfast hmm. it's, it's like becoming aware of that's how you can take a legend make a legend and make a new legend that that, that as is, is or um, dissolves that legend and changes it into something else just being aware of it that's what we're really doing all the time but we're really usually committed to just making the, the legend like we you know the box legend about who we are keeping it the same and keeping everybody else in their box the same and like that's the legend
3: we normally do. Could you talk about then why? Because that's part of what I want to know is why, at least I think, the results of what Betty Lou's talking about are <coughs> so different from the, the results that I saw with with it as a group, with it
0: as a group working. Get a little more specific, because I, I didn't track you.
3: Well. I've had the experience Betty Lou's had with just I'm gonna make it happen, and I've been committed to it, and and I've made it happen, and like it happens, but it's it's like it's like the
5: thing happens. What purpose is it serving? What purpose? What but, purpose would I be serving in that? Yeah, it's like the money gets raised for whatever, or
3: yeah, but the I, tickets I'm serving
5: a conscious or an unconscious purpose in my making Well, it happen. but even
3: if it is, but I, I'm not, I mean, maybe, I mean, I think some of it is that, but I think that I have been very conscious about some of the things that, like, that I've been involved with, but it just, it's like, it just seems like it. it's, it's like this small, it's this small thing, and the, the, the whatever happens. Part, and part of what I'm saying is what I saw, with this was it wasn't just that the event got enrolled. It was like much bigger than that. And I guess I'm assuming that that some of that came out of the fact that it was the
4: group. But if if what you're saying is true and I believe it is true, then and the lines there, but even what you're speaking about, although with great intention things were created, it wasn't with conscious purpose. It wasn't over there consciously, I liked your phrasing, infecting other people,
5: because uh, it's like you that, give that,
4: them the shot. Yeah,
5: I think that's what I'm saying, It's how do you, is that, that maybe that's the distinction, because I can, I mean, I can even think about, I mean, remember when Cornerstone Project was proposed to the League, Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, and yet that served a huge unconscious purpose for me, even though it happened.
4: But there's a big still... distinction between your power and mass on this side, because there's also power in low drama, we're very good at it, and it's not a value judgment of this is good stuff and this is bad stuff. I
5: think what, maybe the question I'm asking is, (laughs) I think that all of us have, have experiences and a reference for lots of times when we've been able to create something because we believed it was possible, and so... Now I'm asking. That to me seems like an essential starting component. Now you take that and refine it so that you can then create that in other people, and, ha- and so that's. I would think it's not
3: the belief that it can happen; it's just the commitment to make it happen. Well, that's that's what I mean. So I chose. The world and world. and maybe, maybe, maybe I've just incorrectly attributed things that I saw to the the fact it was the group. And that's part of what I want to know. What and
6: is, I, like I I I can uh, guess it see I, I don't get the analyzation. Like how do you I analyze guess I just orthogonal? want orthogonal. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: interested I'm really interested in it. I I, I just I see how I'm really drawn to to group to a group and to a group creating something so much greater than a person can create. And I mean it's been that way for forever, but it's like this and now, like with a lot of barriers out of the way, I get a different experience of it because I see how I affect that, and so I get a different experience of it. But I just—it's like I know there's something different about about us working as a group, and I wanted—and I just—I just want to know more about that.
0: So how how can you? How did you? I, I know you had a chart, but that wasn't it. How did you infect? other people with, how did you include them, how did you infect them with the picture of that it was possible, how did you include them in uh, the new universe where the event was full and happening, how did, you know, and that that was, and that people were attracted to that, how did you include people in that? Well, and
2: just to add to that, it was my experience that you came into the group, you, you had, you know, you had already shifted. And our, it wasn't like that's when the shift happened. It's like you had already shifted yeah. and you came in. So maybe this is a different question, but really how did that, how did you shift? And then the answer to question, but that's my question too. Is like, Just like.
3: I think my shift was when it like smacked me in the face that the, the suggestion of the training should be canceled. And that just wasn't a possibility for me that it go that way. So it was like, it
0: just... So that's the magic wand. Something completely different from this is possible right now. Right.
3: But I, but I don't know how... I saw that the shift that you
6: made was that you took responsibility for creating the space. Your shift was you dropped all that baggage that said, nobody else will
3: move, nobody's going to be there. You came in, you were in the, you were creating the possibility of this is what's possible. And there was no resistance in you, there was no pushing that Fred was talking about. And so you did what it even named. You infected us with that virus of possibility. I think it's just that simple. And I guess part of it, as I saw, is that was where I was going and I was inviting you to come. Right. And you had no baggage against your own purpose. Well, and part of it is I kept thinking that Fred was the space holder of the group. But I had to be able to see his commitment to the training and whatever. And that's what I mean. I got that. And you let that go. <laughs> and I, yeah. I mean I really thought that that was, you know, that there was a possibility that was not going to be the case. And that it was like I was assuming I was going where you were going or you were going where I was going. And then all of a sudden it was like, you know, Could I'm you going anyway.
1: <laughs> you know, Sue, so it was... You, you brought to the group that night, you took a big risk with me. I mean, you really brought your love into the room regarding how you love the work. <coughs> you, you infused us with a, a fire of love for this process that we're all working in together. And it was it ignited me. I mean, I, I, I got, you know, how important it was to me when you shared how important it was
3: to you. I think part of my commitment... I think part of what I want to know about, and I think part of my commitment is that like I'm really getting it's not, I mean I've, I've said before it's not just, it's not just the event. Like I'm really, I mean I'm really seeing that. It was like we weren't canceling the event, but it was, it's like, it's much bigger than that.
2: And I want, that, I want to know more about that. Like when you said in your email you said, there's I think two more people enrolled, or you have this great email, and then you mm-hmm. said um, two more people who get and F- get a, to have better quality of their relationships or something like that, and I thought wow it wasn't just oh we have two more you know we have, the numbers are too higher it's like two more people that have a possibility for something this weekend that they didn't have before. And,
4: and what I'm observing is that that the tools it's like you used all the same tools that are Sue's strengths, you used your computer, you used your ability to do, to deal with numbers, you used your little markers, you made a tool, Use and it's like, it's not like, when you said it wasn't the chart, it's like, that's true in one level, but it was that it wasn't, it wasn't, a, it was that you used all the same tools, everything was the same, and everything was different. Mm-hmm. It's that, that tool looked nothing like anything i would seen you do before, and the experience of you was, that's not something I've seen before. I've not seen that, oh we're going here, we're going here. And even after that meeting, I don't get emails like that. I haven't been getting emails like that until this training. It was like every day it entered my mind because I went to work and it was like, hi, this is happening and this is what's going on. I was like, oh, good, i have get those postcards, okay. And yeah. I mean, every day, and then i would email you back. I just da da, da, da da. Yeah, and I could see,
3: like, I could see when I looked at <laughs> how I was thinking about and it and, and, and as soon as I started, you know, as soon as... I finished the thing I was doing and, and got them in the mail. It was like you called and said, "Can I fax this to you?"
4: It was energetic though. I didn't know you were doing that. I know that. It was like it was amazing. I know
3: that, and that's part of it. Was when I said, "In a way, I I get the, I get the power that I have." It's like because because I could see those because I know I knew that. It's like we talked about it for a month. You had no idea I had just done that.
4: And in the same hours of time that she was working on her thing, I was working on the postcard. It was like, yeah, like so. I put him
3: in the mailbox, and Fred calls and says, "Can I fax this to you?" Hmm. It was just, it, and several other things just happened. Like somebody called. Oh, we had the meeting, and it's like this phone. I had talked to Anna on the phone, and I'd i talked to several people. Like we had the meeting. We had, we had three people enrolled in five campers, two and a half weeks out, and so um, it's like we had the meeting and like the next day Anna called, it was like the phone started ringing. It's like, yeah, it started, calling, it started calling the office.
4: Too. Yeah, and Mary's just, conversations with Brooke changed, wow. and it's like, Brooke got the postcard and Mary's staying in front of her, and Julie comes by and just wants to drop by for a moment and mentions that she might be available after <laughs> years of conversation and Mary just really backing off and changing your energetic with her. Charles Irvin called.
3: Yeah, it yeah, was just, it was fun. I had this morning. morning. <laughs> and she stopped and said, hi, you did an event this weekend, didn't you? And she said, John couldn't come this time, but he says there's still a I said, and I didn't say that. I sent him and wrote him a note. Yeah, yeah because well, I, I didn't call John. Read John. Talked and to and I sent 90, 90 flyers and about half of them wrote notes. Hmm. And and I, and I had to remind myself that it can it can I'm glad to hear that so it can it can affect.
2: But what I get from it is that you know when you say something different is possible is that what it is? something completely. completely different? And now
0: for something completely different. And now for something completely <laughs> different. And it's like it's
2: not not even knowing what that is necessarily. Right. But yeah. Something completely different is possible That's that's the. Key point, I
4: think. That you didn't know?
0: No, I've always,
2: it just hit me. I've always thought I had to
4: know what was possible. I, I always yeah. thought
3: I had to figure
4: it out. But doesn't but, the universe require like responsibility? Like before you could say, you? hey, this isn't yes. working. Because say that again. You can, the universe requires responsibility from you because you can say something completely different is possible right now. And I'll see you later. You'll get something anything. completely different.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I've been really interested in, in like, intention because people, I hear people say, well, my intent is this. And it's like, so just saying it and talking about it and thinking about it obviously doesn't create it. And and I've had a hard time experimenting with things because I, I have too many variables. And, and I'm just getting
0: now to where... <laughs> well, if you narrow yourself down to principles or, like you're saying, intent... Or declaring, or or like that, then then that's all you need, and everything else, as you're noticing, aligns to that. So you're dealing in core energetic or core energies of creating situations, creating possibilities. You're dealing in the core things, and instead of dealing with the symptoms out here, you're dealing with the sources in here, and the sources, like Fred keeps saying, it's responsibility, and responsibility is something that you you, you know comes. Responsibility is a side effect of consciousness. So you can't become responsible for something else happening until you first have the ability to, 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 to realize that something else is possible. So if you, can, if you are in a situation that's clamped down, you know, and then you go, something else is possible, then you can be responsible for, for that. You can say, okay, okay, I am that something else is possible. That's who I am. I am that. You know, or the stand for that, or I am, and, and, and then things align to that, but if you, first you have the consciousness, then you, then the responsibility can go there, and then everything else aligns to that, then you, you know, commitment, responsibility, commitment, and everything else, is, it's like a magnetic
4: field.
2: Yeah, I see that, I always thought, or I see what, what I do, is I've gone, I get the sense something else is possible, or that something else is needed, or something else yeah. comes <laughs> up, goes something else and I go, but I don't know what that something else is. So I sort of step down this something power. else. Yeah. I just I just over, like, I, 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 I just swallow it or something. And then when, if somebody else acts on it or if it gets called to my attention, I go, yeah, I had the sensation. I knew that that was there, but I thought I had to know. So to to really have that be, that's like, to have <coughs> that be it, really, to get something else is possible right now and to stand in that, mm-hmm. And let the next thing come is, is good and
0: it's that's it. It's like healing because if if you go to the American Medical Association, you know, the first thing they say is you have a disease and also that clamp down into this box of like, Well that's what's happening, you know, and then you know, people just die, because you know, have because it's the American Medical Association, you know. So if you have the ability to go orthogonal in the clamp down box of an American medical association declaration, then, then something else is possible from there. But you have to first have, be able to say, I'm getting a second opinion, or, you know, like, like, uh, are you, like, you know, fuck you. <laughs> you, know, like, you, you know, kiss my ass, or, you know what I mean, you have to be able to, like, you know, have it, you can have it that way if you want it, but you can have it any way you want it, and I don't want it this way, so I'm going to want it some way else, some other way,
4: it's, it's that's really that, evident. And, What's happening for frank and what's yeah. happening in john's life like with frank frank is frank is becoming orthogonal it's like it's it just is not going to be that box mm-hmm. and and it's not denial that's what i was just like gonna say. it
2: doesn't feel
4: like denial it's not denial i mean it's like mm-hmm. i was worried at, at, at the very first steps with frank because i thought no, this can't become denial it's not denial i've been with him more than i've ever been with him and it's becoming orthogonal mm-hmm. and with john he can't possibly this is all not going to go anywhere this is, this is, I just want to respect his privacy, but I'm, with John's wife and her shoulders, he can't possibly see how he might be creating that mm-hmm. on any level, and therefore, or there's no, right, the right, and so there's absolutely no possibility other than the American Medical Association, and he doesn't even see that regardless of where she is, he could declare something different mm-hmm. and affect that, and so he still sees that she's the one who has to get the healing. Even because they're her shoulders. Well, it's like, really.
6: As a society, that's what our whole culture is based on: is creating systems to take responsibility away from ourselves. Mm.
4: That's what party. that's what all culture is. If you
0: look out here and you look at everything that is here, you know, look just look around in here. You know, art, light bulbs, glass, air conditioning. You know. Indoor plants in the middle of winter, you know, like all this stuff that we have is to, is 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 a result of terror at, at the fact that the only truth is that we're going to die, and 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 the other truth is that everything's bullshit. So we we have all these this whole culture that we create, television, you know, the whole thing is all about keeping things linear you know keeping things predictable and controllable and safe and nice and like that and then the, the exception is under control and the exception is well and, and some people die now you know it just happens you know some but the thing instead of having it the other way around like a whatever a tibetan whatever you know like the foundation is we're all dead you know we're already dead we're already, it's already a done deal that we're going to die chalk has hit the floor, it's, it's over, you know, this is all, and here we are, and hello, and you know there is nothing, there's nothing, it's all bullshit, and, and, and so it's like, if you start there, then you have, then you can function outside the systems, and outside the boxes, and that's what you're talking about. So, with regard <coughs> to a group, it's very true what you're saying, that a group can create something that an individual cannot. And partly that has to do simply with the, the machine, you know, the psychology of the machine. Because our individual psychology, if we do battle with our individual psychology, it's, you know, it's 50-50. You can't, in some ways you don't even know if you're winning or like that. But if you get a group together who, and here's one of the secrets. One of the secrets is that you gather in the name of a principle that's greater than yourselves. So that's why the event is a crucial element here, because we're gathering in the name of serving possibility, or serving what the event creates for people. So we're gathered in the name of the event, which is a... a, a, You're not just gathered together for no reason, or gathered together for tea, or gathered together to be social. You're gathered together to serve something greater than yourselves. You're gathered together in the name of camp, for example. So this is a camp meeting, this is a camp group. Camp is a force that's bigger than all of us. It's bigger than, it's bigger than us individually. So you call the meeting in the name of camp, for example. So like when we ring the bell, you know, that's it. Like everything else that isn't camp isn't here anymore. We are, it's, so when you call forth or bring down that energy, it's, it's 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 like we're involved in a in a uh, um, a field a morphogenic field a field that's greater than us and it influences what's possible in the space and it's a it's a different set of possibilities like you said we're calling in forces that are are way bigger than us so that's one element here is that when you call together a group in the name of something then It has life in the service of that. Like an organism doesn't have life until it's assembled in the name of being alive to be a certain species, for example, like chicken. You know, when the when the cells are all kind of there, you just have a bunch of cells. But it's called together in the morphogenic field that says these cells are chicken. You know, the genetic structure. We're talking about memetic structure like we said before you know the ideas or the, the, the memetic so we called we're called together in the name of uh, of this thing so every of camp so everything can align to that and it becomes then that alive that is alive so here we have a camp group which is an org, it's a, a cell you know or a um, well you can call it a whole creature it's a whole creature in the community of camp and there, could, there have been other camp groups, you know, in the world or in the country, which would make it a bigger living organism. So right now, it's a, a species that looks like it's going extinct, you know. It's like, this is the last one in America, the last known group in America. There's these sparrows. And it, and it died in captivity, you know. It was like, <laughs> that's,
1: that's one possibility.
0: That's yeah, one possibility. that's one of the possible pictures. And it's we'll go our <laughs> <laughs> And so another another energetic another part of the thing about working in groups is, like you said, that it necessitates different individuals to function as different organs in the group. So a person who's putting together groups who knows what they're doing will select people who can fulfill the different functions. If you have everybody who's the same type, or the same, has this, you know, you're, you're going to be missing legs, or you're going to be missing pancreases, or you're going to be missing whatever.
2: Man, it is a pain in the ass that way, too, you know. It's like so hard sometimes. With It's important to have all these different parts, but it's like when you have them, if they're, if they're really those parts, it's like hell, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to work together. Sometimes, or then, and then it seems to kind of, hopefully, sometimes it seems like they, they bond and then really work and, and sometimes it's like there's parts of those parts and it just doesn't.
0: Well, what holds them together? What, what makes person, them work well?
2: That, the, where you go. Where
0: what you you're go creating
2: or
3: what you're...
0: Well, that's part of it, but there's another, that's the external part, but what's the internal part? What's it
1: sort of a function have to, it's the
0: higher function that they're part of well, what I'm thinking of is appreciation there's a way that within a group if you appreciate the other person and see them not as their box but as the vast awesome potential vast whatever the big potential that they are rather than their box then you, appreci- then you have an appreciation that yes it's it could be hell if you look at it as your box and their box and if you can shift that and just change your mind. You just look at them and go, you know, vast expansive potential. And and just no matter what they say, you commit to not no matter what no matter what no matter what, no matter what behavior is happening, the same, you know, this the word pattern, the assumptions in their statements, you know, the lack of information in their communications with you. You know, the incompleteness of the job that that's being handled, but whatever the thing is, you know, all the sharp points are all the missing pieces. If you just go, you go, you, you know, here's a kidney. And kidneys do not walk. Well,
2: that's kidney. what I, I start going, well, you yeah, know, why am I, every time I go, I go to the kidney and it doesn't walk, and I go, I can't believe you're not walking. <laughs> and I'm surprised. And Why am I surprised by this? I get the same thing every day. I know this is going to happen. I know that a kidney doesn't walk. And then, so finally I started going, okay, just, you no, know, like, just, expect it. Like, know that this is what's
0: going to happen. But if you're, like, Sue's talking about having a bigger perspective, so right. what you, your perspective is the perspective of the organism. That's one perspective. You could also have the perspective of camp, for example, mm-hmm. itself. If You could have the perspective of being the lineage of camp itself, and going in this lineage, here is an organism called a camp group. In the camp group, then, is the organs. And all these organs are different and they have different functions and they hate each other because they're different and they work perfectly together because
4: they're an <laughs> organism. <laughs> and, and working backwards, even, it's like the, the next step to just accepting that a kidney doesn't walk, appreciating that a kidney doesn't need to walk. There would be no need for a kidney to walk. And it needs you to walk, right? And,
1: and you need sure it, it to be a kidney. Yeah, you need <laughs> it.
4: To <be> a <laughs> I like my kidneys to walk. Yeah. Well, that's how evolution happens. i walking kidneys. you get your kidneys to walk? Sprout feet. Necessity. I went
6: orthogonal.
4: Well, the thing, like
0: you're talking about, Vicki, is that the tension thing is like there's the the creative force, and then there's the sustaining force, and then there's the denying force. And... The, all three of those forces are always needed within an organism. When well, you say the sustaining force, the denying force, and the creating yeah. force. Yeah. Yeah, in that I've run groups before expelling the denying force from the group.
4: Because, you know, who? Because, like, if you don't want to be here, then get out of here!
1: Exactly. <laughs> Everybody knows it.
4: Everybody you can't sees... think like me, then
0: get out of here, you know? Then you're wrong. you like, you know what I mean? Like, here's the thinking of the group. You know, look, there's seven of us who think this way, and you're not thinking this way. You know, why asking these stupid <laughs> questions? It's like, well, all of this. So get rid, you know, get rid of the last guy. Get rid of the And then critical
5: thinking is not possible. Or something else becomes... Because? Thinking. Because it's group think. Yeah. You miss the person who experience. has the possibility of saying something else is possible, or did you think about this, or what if this, or why not this?
0: Well, the interesting, one principle is the interesting thing is that if you do not have the denying force within the group, it still has to exist. Therefore, it comes from outside the group. Mm. Therefore, if you're having a group like this and the, and the policeman comes in the door,
3: yeah.
0: or the mailman comes, or the power goes out, or there's an earthquake, or yeah. you know, or the, or the kid has an accident and you can't be here, or you know what I mean? Like the denying force
5: ah, comes from you. You know, the, the greatest, I mean, one of the biggest stories used to... Illustrate group think is the Challenger, is the Challenger, it's the space thing that blew up. Oh. That when they traced it back and in the original conversations, they there had been many discussions of, or there had been people who pointed out that the O-rings were defective and the group overrode them and wouldn't listen to them and expelled them from the group, and so isn't the ultimate <laughs> denying force that the thing blew up?
0: Yeah. Yep. It came from the outside. Mm-hmm. And
1: interesting. And we have denying force within each of us. You know, it's like that's what we bring. Also, we bring that, that inner tension between what we want and what we what we want. when to stay in the box? wanting to enlarge the box? So we fulfill that function individually.
0: So the space holder of the group, if they understand that principle, then will in- move to include the denying force. And will in, uh, intentionally make space for the denying force, being a yes for the no. So with, when the no is there, you go yes for the no. Not as argument against it, but as with it. It's like a from behind supporting the no.
2: Like you did with Curtis in the training when he said, This is all bullshit. And you said, Yeah, it is bullshit. And he said, But it works? And he said, Yeah, it works. like you went
0: with him. Uh-huh. It's, yeah, it's exactly right. And it's cool to do that because you, you have to have no mass to be able to just go like that. And it's cool to do it because, um, because it's just really efficient. You don't have to waste any energy. You don't have to be afraid of being a target because you aren't there. Because it looks like you're a target, people can shoot everything they have at you and they won't hit anything because you, you're not even there. <laughs>
1: That's because you're committed to that person's decision. You know, so you're committed to, like, I didn't want to go that 3%. I said, fine. You know, no reason to go that 3%. It was my decision not to go there. And he supported that decision. And it was like, it was a right decision.
4: Perhaps. That's <laughs> might be. That Of course, that'd be 9 <laughs> <laughs> So we made it. So, speak a little about the sustaining force. Well, it's called, sometimes called the third force,
0: and it's because it's um, hard to describe, it's hard to talk about. And it's really easy to see the yes and the no, but to see the, hmm, or to see the whatever. So, if you here's one way to look at it, and it's like people com- commonly have a, a uh, there's either, there's duality, what's the other one? <coughs> Unanimity. Well, right. <coughs> no, what they call it. Called? Yeah. yeah, there's another well, word for it. In non-dualistic? Yeah, well, non-dual, I guess. Not there's dual and non-dual, yeah. right? Okay, so that's what we think. We think this is the non-dual world. No, we think that you this know, is this is the dual world where there's us and them, you know, or over there and over here, or like there's this duality, light and dark, you know, male, female, you know, positive, negative, all these dualities. We think that's it and then or there's non-duality which is just one you know it's just like nothing or everything and that's what we think but the third force you can get an idea about the third force if you get that here's me here's james okay but in order for james to be over there and for me to be over here there has to be a space between us so if you have two you must have three there's either one or three. And this thing, there's no such thing as duality. It's 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 tryout. There's the, got to be the thing. And this thing that's between us is the thing that connects us. Like that thing that we think is a gap or the thing that separates us is in fact the thing that connects us. We spent a lot of
6: time when I was dancing really... Physically experiencing, or you know, I mean, that was one of the ways that I was taught. There's the floor and here's your body, and there's a hell of a lot between your floor and the body, and that's what makes your movement and the dance possible. Really, your relationship with it is as important as the floor and the other dancers and the. Yeah, that's,
5: that's what basic. Martin Buber calls the eye and the how. What's that
4: communication same thing in any transaction with an audience and a performance, television and an audience. I mean, any, per, any, any transaction between an audience and a, a happening is that what's studied, what, where the creation happens is in the gap mm-hmm. between the two. And so it's so hard to get people who are standing on a stage to understand that. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, but I'm standing here. Like, and you have to move their mind to the gap. And that's, that's the fascinating thing about looking at performance getting, bringing them into the gap.
5: Isn't that funny that we all, that in, in all of our own ways, we have an experience mm-hmm. of that in between. Mm-hmm. From dance, from communications theory, from theater, from I was thinking the music, to music, to music the from, between two of
0: from, the from the work interval. with
5: speech, yeah, and children, and that. We all, of mm-hmm. body mm-hmm. work.
0: Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. It's interesting. Here's, here's another way <laughs> to think of it, and that is timing.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's about time. <laughs> In my That's what I was trying to say earlier about the dynamic. Was like I was trying to ask you a question, to get, I didn't have the language for it, but I couldn't figure out what the hell happened, what was in between. And in both in both of your processes, I could see that that's what was happening. That there was a created dynamic, a created timing, a created, I don't know where, I mean, something emanating from your body that was in rhythm. To something not being expressed, there was a, a rhythm to it. It's like that was the expression. So I wanted to say that I was talking with Fred,
0: and Fred was mentioning how <clears throat> you could probably say that I can't. So, but the in the campfire group originally, as campfire groups went, the people would uh, come into the campfire group, and then there would be the experiment would be happening in the campfire group. Their, their, their whole life was normal and everything happened in their life as it always happened. And then they would come to the campfire group and something
4: strange would happen. On you know. Tuesday night um, you would come yeah. into the group to practice or to experiment in the just time the other way, party, way around. Right? And that's what I said to him at, at lunch is that all of, all of what has happened now is that our, our experiment is from October to January. and we get into the event and check it out, we ask questions push forward, get a practice, get something to work on, get some new information, get a different experience, and then practice. Was-
3: After the, At the end of the last camp day, you said, what's your homework for the next three months? I can't tell you how many times during that, that period of time that I would think, oh, I'm working on this and this and this, and I mean, that was one of the, one of the things I said was that part of my homework was that I would hold the event differently. And I would think about, and, okay, well, so I tried that, and that didn't work. So then I would try that, and that didn't work. And it was like I was getting an urgency about it.
6: (laughs) You know what
5: just occurred to me that is so valuable about, about what you, about who you're being in this group? It's like you're holding the memory. It's like you have the institutional memory. Because you reminded me what my homework was. I, over and over. <laughs> <laughs> so,
4: what are it's you a, yeah. It's
5: a blessing. It's a blessing.
4: Yeah. It's, it is absolutely a blessing. You're 100% on.
5: Like in the, in the demands we did, the instructions went in one ear and out the other one. And you got them. All right. You held the memory of them. I never even heard them. So it's like you, it's like you are the memory bank. Of the grace. Yeah, but like then I,
3: then I take that and hold on to it, and that limits. Sometimes. And so sometimes. it has its own challenge. That's one question. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> and I see like, 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 you know, one day I just I emailed Beth and said, What's going on with your <laughs> your homework going with this whatever. And it was like, Oh.
6: And I said, I haven't thought about it since that moment.
3: <laughs> And
6: I, I so I actually haven't thought about it since that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so be Call, Call me you next color. week, please. <laughs>
0: Thing was that each of us here has in in our lives a, a group of people that we're working with. So we're at like a, this is a, a leadership forum in a way. So the, the campfire group is actually an organism of leaders in 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 the way that each of us has kind of an extended you know, blob of people. And some of them interact inter, connect a little bit, like your blob, and your blob kind of mesh a little bit. But, then, <laughs> but but your group, you know, but your experimental, your laboratory is essentially your laboratory, and yours is yours, and yours is yours, and yours is yours, and you've each, everybody has their own groups of people that you're working with. That You take the principles and this, the, the energetics and the things that we're learning here, and going right back into your environment and saying, mm-hmm, my laboratory, wow no, I've been missing my, you know, I, I didn't have my magic wand available. You know, now I've got my the new tool I can use in my, my laboratory and I'm going to walk around ping, 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 like you start doing the new experiments with every you know, your group and then, what I was telling you Sue in that last email I think was something like when you, when I discover that what's happening in your own individual laboratory is that you're training people to be able to do what you're doing. When I find that you're teaching people how to do What you're doing, and also coaching them and how to coach other people to do the same thing. Like if you're if you're putting together uh, a team or an angel, if you're building an angel out there, and you're building an angel there, and you're building an angel there, and you're building an angel there. It's like you're building these groups of people that are committed to serving principles higher than themselves, and (coughs) using forces that are invisible for doing things that are impossible and for no reason. um, That that's my wish what I would wish. So so one thing is that when you when we come back in here to meet you can say, well in my laboratory, I've tried this and this and this and this, and this one grew up, you know, and this one is like just sitting there, nothing's happening. What are missing an ingredient, you know? And like where are my tools? You know, I'm I open my this, you know, this part of the toolbox and there's nothing in there. And I gotta do these whole kinds of things and I don't know
4: how to do this or whatever. That would be a great another great way to use this. It also shuts down the whole idea that, oh, my God, what am I doing in this laboratory? <laughs> right. You know, instead Can you, right? you tell us what, did you tell everybody what no. you were telling me? No, I went, I think I told a few people, but the, when I left the training, I went downstairs and started setting up a reception and went over to the space and was at a cocktail reception for, with donors and all that stuff. And all I could see, I mean, literally, all I could see was just, Shit! <laughs> I just saw little turds. <laughs> I don't. Want, what am what, what, I doing in this shit? This is not my laboratory. <laughs> I my, so I just thought, this is not my field. And now, what I just heard you say is
0: yes,
1: it is. That's your field.
0: Don't don't close your lab. And talk about the change you had at your work when you went in there and, and you know saw that. Like, why am I here at this job?
4: Remember when you were telling me that in the, in the car? car? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the well, I don't know how to make that short. Um, the thing I've what I've been I had had to try to figure out why I was at the symphony. You kept know, after the first month wore off and it was kind of fun, and exciting. I thought, why am I here? <laughs> and I started looking around. I was in a board meeting one day, and I just started. I mean, what I saw was the energetics of the, that was ha- that was happening in the room. And I saw how decisions were being made and who was being invited in to make decisions. And just the whole structure of how these men who come from the business world are making decisions. And, and the women who've been invited in are selected in their group. You know, they've they just been working energetically. And I kept thinking, no, what? And the minute that happened, I thought, okay, that's why I'm here. I'm here to, to understand the loop, understand the energy loop of that happening and to participate and to do to, um, it's even bigger than that so the the they, there's they know something that i want to know and so i have to become i'm becoming a student of what they know and and finding teachers in terms of that information and it, it's really about how to make stuff happen in a big bigger arena Um, Yeah. It's a a
0: national arena.
4: Yeah. And it's been, yeah, It's like there was connectedness I didn't even, I had not experienced, I didn't even know existed, like just big connectedness in terms of just huge things, like I say something like, I sure would like Aretha Franklin to come next year because that, if somebody said what would be the best thing we could do for the symphony. Well, 35 years ago, Respect was the number one hit. It's our 35th anniversary. It would kind of be a neat thing to have her come. And all of a sudden, a board member says, well, actually, I know the guy who manages Aretha Franklin. And I'd be willing to pick up the phone and say, could we do anything about her feet? He's like, I do I just kind of froze. because like, what else do I want? How did you know it was the number one hit 35 years ago?
2: Well,
4: I didn't. I didn't. I just said, I, you know, I didn't present it like an absolute. I just said, what if like, 30, you know, Aretha Franklin's been hot forever, so what if like 35 years ago, Respect was the number one hit? She would be like hot. And he's in the, somebody said that, well, what if it wasn't? I said, so we'll find a different song that was number one. She's had a number one hit for, you know, so we'll find something else to plug it. We can sell it from, you know, uh, whatever. You know, we can sell it any way we have to. And so, that's when the conversation started. People just started throwing things in the pot there's a, I'm working
0: with Bernard over in Germany, and kind of some just, uh, we like, to try to reinvent each other every time we have a phone call, so, you know, you have a phone call and you try and reinvent the other guy, whoever wins, everybody wins, so, mm-hmm. so one of the things that we came up with was, uh, ex- was exactly uh, along these lines of what do you want, because uh, I've found that I've, you know, I'm finding, you know I, found a lim- I found a barrier that I had about what I want. I was, I was sort of, I had limited my, my willingness to declare what I want. I was denying a lot of this stuff about what I want, and then therefore only creating at a certain level. And I'm, I'm at this breakthrough kind of place right now where I'm realizing that there's a whole, a whole new domain of stuff that I want that I'm willing to recognize right now, that I'm willing to kind of put in action. And I don't know how. And, but the, one of the ways, a tool that we found to start to work with that is what's called a, uh, a, a wild ideas time. And what you do is you just, for 15 minutes a day, you just sit down with a blank piece of paper and you just start writing your wild ideas. And you just cut loose. The only thing is it's wild ideas. You have no idea what it's going to be. So it could, you just write wild ideas for 15 minutes and then the next day, wild ideas. And they, they, they all, what I'm finding is that they're starting to take a pattern, which is like you're saying, it scares the shit out of <laughs> me, because it's like, this is way bigger than I thought, and like that. So, but the, I recommend that, that what you do with your, in your own laboratory, you spend some time writing down your wild ideas about, like, what you want. And then, that's outlining the next set of experiments for yourself. I was
5: say, it certainly makes it, when you think about it being a laboratory and, and creating wild ideas that certainly makes it essential that you're light and you can move and that, yeah. and it just would, it just takes on a whole different, takes on a whole different level of urgency to me that not having baggage and being able to, otherwise you couldn't do it, you couldn't sustain it, you might be able to do it once.
0: We couldn't even be having this conversation mm-hmm. unless people in here had done years of work
4: of dropping baggage. Well, which is what's so exciting because it's like we don't even know the conversations we can have.
3: And it's exciting how much baggage we've dropped in a year.
5: Or for me, how much dropped. And yet the thought of, you know, the thought of taking the, uh, the thought of really acting on an idea that just came up for me on Friday, it's, it scares me to death. My, the conversation in my head is, well, I can't do that. I don't know enough to do that. I'm mm-hmm. capable of doing that. We've
1: shifted, we've shifted as a group in that area, I mean, this is obvious from what we talked about earlier, we
0: made a shift, so things will show up, I think. So, I, like for example, Mike, I don't know if you realize how crucial your being here is. Like you don't realize what the crucial piece is. I don't, I can't, I don't even know what it is, I just know you need to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even though you haven't <coughs> said hardly one word the entire day, you're, you're holding a, a crucial element for this organism to be alive. If you weren't here, we'd be crippled, we'd be a crippled elephant, more of a crippled elephant. So even, so I just need you to know that. So keep, keep being that, okay?
5: (laughs) (laughs) I I really like the idea of, I'm really, um, I'm really drawn to the idea that this, that how we use this group is to, Report on our experiments in our own Mm -hmm. laboratories, and to that makes it that makes feedback and check in and all that take on a whole other level of of criticalness or whatever. Or Or use. Yeah, I I think we've been doing
6: that, but that I mean that we've been (coughs) doing that, but not consciously. And Mm -hmm. so the fact that we can draw it into consciousness and know that that's our that's what we're doing.
5: I I had a moment ago written down the thing I was going to ask for feedback on the next thing, which is why do I create alone? And that was way before. I wrote that down before we talked about it being a laboratory and this woman in Dallas that I want to know and meet and how do I, and so I I need you to not recreate the same thing that I've always done and think that I can move this by myself so it seems like just in this conversation that and probably we've all been sitting here with some idea rumbling around in our head of what what just has form has arisen just from this as this conversation has moved along about what how we can use this that's very exciting
3: thinking that it's like I have to I have to make a shift in things at my house, like I have to work to things. I've got to, like to work things out because I can't go where I'm going unless I do and that when you said that about that being a laboratory, that made a lot of sense. like so, of why that of why I've had that stuff. It created
5: in a new universe way.
3: Yeah. So I mean it's like that it 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 made sense to me in a way that of why It's like I've known that, but I didn't really know why that was, yeah, and I really think that's, that's my laboratory, so moving on.
4: So do you have one—an uh, individual has one laboratory? No. <laughs> Got it. Some are— I'm going anyway. to need a few more rooms <laughs> on the <laughs> laboratory.
3: But some of mine I, I would rather experiment in. I mean, they, <laughs> And that's part, you know, like, I'm really getting that I can do those experiments over there. And those are the ones that are so hard for me. And that's why I've got, those are the ones I've got to do to go where I'm going.
4: Maybe you just have to move your orthogonal machine. From your laboratory, yeah. get some wheels on your orthography. are But,
3: like, last night, I, 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 well, I said, like, I did what was going to happen for the next couple of days, and then um, it's like, I get punished. I go away to the event, and, like, I get punished.
2: Well, it was so funny
3: because it it was, well, the dog did not even get up last night when I got home. She still didn't get up when I was there this morning. I mean, she's, like, ignoring me. (laughs) (laughs) I said hi to Chuck, and he, like, turned around and was walking into the other room as he said, hi back. (laughs) And. um